Hello, and welcome to today's show, Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, international leadership expert and trusted advisor. Welcome to Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm delighted that you joined me. I want to give a big thank you to those of you listening today all around the world. I'm delighted and so grateful that you tuned in. I sure hope you're enjoying a fabulous day and that you're having a fantastic week. Because you know what? In the grand song of the universe, life is very, very short. It's short and sweet and very precious. So, I hope you're making a difference in your own life, because when you do, you also make a difference in someone else's life. Now, a lot of folks want to make their life count for something, and they ask me, Dr. Gloria, how do you do that? Well, it's very simple. Very simple. You make your life count day by day, step by step, moment by moment, every single day. 365 24-7. That's what Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count, is all about. Now, you can learn more about Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count, by visiting my website, the Gloria Burgess website. That's G-L-O-R-I-A, B as in boy, U-R-G-E-S-S dot com. Again, that's GloriaBurgess.com, or you can visit me on Facebook. And you can find me on Facebook right here at Facebook.com forward slash DR for Dr. DR Gloria Burgess, PhD forward slash. Today, I want to talk with you about one of my favorite topics daring to wear your soul on the outside, daring to live out loud. Now, specifically, I'm going to focus on several folks who have stepped up, who said, you know what? I want more in my life. I want to be more. I want to know more. And I want to serve more. I hope these stories about people who have transformed their lives will inspire you as they have inspired me. And if you are inspired, I will share more about how you too can make that same kind of shift in your own life. Later in today's program, I'm going to share some resources with you so you can do exactly that. So you can equip yourself to make the kind of difference in your life that you will hear about in this inspiring story that I want to share with you today. So once again, today's focus is dare to wear your soul on the outside. What does that mean? Well, it means daring to live out loud. So now it's time to sit back and relax. Make yourself a cup of coffee or tea or get yourself a nice tall glass of water. Put your feet up, relax in your favorite chair, or put your earbuds on and go for a walk, (laughs) right? And don't forget to take notes. Okay, because you're going to have to take notes today. You're going to get a lot of great information and we're going to have an amazing time. Now, before I jump into today's show, I want to take just a moment to welcome you. If you're just joining us, I'm your host, 
Dr. Gloria. This is Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'd like to extend a very special welcome to those of you who are joining my show, or if you're joining Talk Network Radio for the very first time. You're in for a real treat. I'm so excited to have you listening in today, and I'm deeply honored that you've allowed me to be part of your day so you can be inspired by the ideas and resources to make your life count. Today's program, again, is all about daring to wear your soul on the outside, or as some people say, daring to live out loud, a very important topic, so you can enjoy the life you love, a life of joy, and a life of service. One of my favorite poets, Muriel Rickheiser, reminds us that the world is not made up of atoms. Oh no, the world is not made up of atoms. Well, if it's not made up of atoms, then what is it made of? Well, I'm so glad you asked, (laughs) right? It's made up of stories. Our world is made up of stories. I just love that. Now let's just think about that for a moment. No matter where you live in the world, you hear stories, right? You hear stories from the time you're born. You hear stories as a little babe in arms, right? Stories you hear around the dinner table or around the hearth. We hear stories when we go to school, stories in the lunchroom, stories when we're ready to leave school, when we're ready to graduate and perhaps move on to college. And then when we apply to college, They ask us to share stories about why we want to go to college (laughs) and what we hope to accomplish there. And then once we arrive at college, we hear stories about the college or the university that we're attending. And then more stories as we move through our studies and then into the workplace. And there we hear story after story after story. Stories are a very big part of our lives, so much so we don't even realize their presence or their power in our lives sometimes. Did you know that stories are how we make meaning, how we make sense of the world? Stories help us chart and navigate the many waters of our lives. They help us as we move through the many moments, hours, and days of our lives. In cultures all over the world, stories are revered as medicine. Stories as medicine. Now, what exactly does that mean? Well, stories are called medicine and revered as such because they help to ground us. And when we lose our way, as we often do in our fast-paced, ever-evolving world, stories are the medicine that enable us, that help us to come back home come back home, which means realigning with ourselves and coming back into harmony with who we are and whose we are, with who we belong to. Now, this is true whether we're talking about an individual, a family, a community, a team, or an organization. I was with a client just a couple of days ago, and our specific focus was on team building. Now, the resources we used to get to team building, to get from here to there, were stories. In other words, we took a look at what needed to be surfaced, meaning what stories needed to be surfaced and made visible 
to be discussed so that we could become intentional about doing what was necessary to become the best team possible, right? We wanted to put our best foot forward, so to speak, to do our best work in serving the organization's stakeholders. So, once again, stories are are powerful medicine. Poet and author Mark Nepo reminds us that stories are small doses of what matters. And he says, it is the telling that releases the medicine, the telling that soothes our pain and shares our joy. I just love that. I'm going to repeat it. It is in the telling of the stories, right, that releases the medicine, the telling that soothes our pain and shares our joy. In the key Swahili language, the words habari gani mean, what's the news or what's happening now? In this podcast and in several others, I will share with you small doses of what's happening now, of what matters in the lives of everyday ordinary people, including some people who are very close to me. In fact, I want to share one particular story with you today. And this story that I will share breathes the timeless universal truths of what I call the seven sacred promises. They are truths that mentor us in ways of being that are older than time. Truths that breathe just beneath the surface of our everyday busy lives. These are the truths that we make visible in our life we can actually draw on them with conscious intention to shape our daily choices, actions, and decisions. So, what are the seven sacred promises? They are gratitude, faith, love, vision, integrity, creative action, and legacy. Now, you hear me talk about all of these promises frequently on this podcast in one way or another. Today, you will hear more about those sacred promises through an inspiring story I'm going to share with you. This story is a small dose of what matters, and it's taken from some of the big themes in one of my poems, and that poem is called Song to Myself. Song to Myself. Now, all of the stories that I'm going to share with you over the next several weeks And this story in particular are about people who are just like you and me. Now, how is that? Because we are all people who care. We care about ourselves. We care about one another. We care about leaving the world a little better off than the way we found it. As stewards of the future, we dare to wear our souls on the outside to be in right relationship with ourselves and to be in right relationship with the people around us. As instruments of soul, we sound the way for others in our immediate circles and beyond. Did you know that you, you are a magnificent story? And as you live your life, you are actually painting. You are painting on the canvas of your soul. Now, at the end of my sharing these inspiring stories over the next few weeks, I'm going to invite you to give voice to your own story. 
so you too can respond to that important question. Habari Ghani, what's happening now? And I want to inspire you to draw from the deep wellspring of your life and the transformative power of your own true voice. Until then, I trust that you will be moved by these stories of hope, radiance, and celebration. As you encounter each individual soul, I want you to feel that sweet shimmer of your own story and hear the resonance and powerful medicine of your own true voice. I trust that you will bask in the joy and inspiration of the stories, allowing them to illuminate your sacred life path. I also trust that you will accept the gifts they offer so that you can pass these stories on and faithfully serve the people around you by lighting the path for someone else. So, again, I invite you to get cozy, sip on a cup of tea or your favorite coffee, and join me by the hearth. Join me at the fire to hear the good news. I will begin this story, as I will other stories, with a brief excerpt from my poem, Song to Myself. It doesn't matter to me what you do or where you work. I want to know who you are when the sun goes down and if you are willing to put everything on the line to fulfill your soul's desire. Now, I want you to meet someone very near and dear to me. And that person is my sweet sister, Vera. My sister is a woman who put everything on the line to fulfill her soul's desire, not once, not twice, but many, many, many times. In her own words, Vera would say that she is blessed beyond measure, for she is a woman who is at the divine union of her passion and her calling. Now, this is one of the many stories she has shared with me over the years. At this particular time, she was in the early years of homeschooling her daughter and launching her private practice as a cranial sacral therapist. The seeds she had sown through her daily acts of service, expressed through gratitude, faith, love, and the other sacred promises, are now providing a harvest of blessings for Vera, her daughter, as well as for her family, her clients, her community, and the world beyond. Now, when she started her private practice, Vera's personal vision was to begin as a solo practitioner, and then over the next few years, build a wellness community, what I'd like to think of as an ensemble of like-hearted practitioners. She said, I want to work with other therapists, as well as doctors, neurosurgeons, nutritionists, and other professionals who care deeply about health and well-being, and who really understand that we are designed by God's grace to move toward wholeness, toward health. It will take a few years, and that's where I see myself. Now, when I spoke with Vera to hear about what's happening on her journey, I greeted her with Habari Ghani. Hey, what's the news? 
and as usual, she was beaming with joy. This past year has been amazing. It's been a steady stream of miracles, one right after the other. This time last year, I was dreaming of building a wellness community. Well, today, I'm doing it. It's all happening so fast. Now, don't get me wrong. It didn't happen overnight, right? And I believe that it wouldn't have happened at all if I hadn't been intentional and 100% committed to my calling and life path. Gloria, I have learned the power of gratitude big time and the power of faith, love, vision, and all the other promises. I've continued to write my clients thank you notes, my notes of gratitude. My clients are now referring family members and friends to me. I'm treating people of all ages. This time last year, I was praying about how to find clients. Now, most days, I'm fully booked. Now, Vera also told me of the difficult decision she made to move her office to a different location. She decided to make the move to better accommodate the needs of her clients and to support her vision of building a wellness community. A few months before my lease was up, I knew it. I just knew I had to move to a new location. I'm not sure exactly how or when I knew. It was kind of like when I knew I had to leave my engineering job and open my practice and homeschool my daughter. Well, when the building owner approached me about my current lease, I thought, what do I say? That I know I have to leave? (laughs) I knew I needed to be honest with him, so... I told him about my vision for expanding my practice and creating a wellness community. He said, no problem. Come see my other building. I want to keep you as a tenant. You know me. I jumped for joy and sang, bonus. (laughs) When I saw the offices on the first level, I thought, hmm, nice. The top of the world. Offices on the second level were magnificent, but they just didn't feel right. But when I saw the office space at the basement level, I knew for an absolute fact that this is what God had intended for us to have. He planned it long before I arrived. There are a series of offices with a central space for reception. Now the offices used to be a a counseling facility, she said. So there's extra insulation in the walls for privacy. And there's a bathroom right next to my daughter's homeschool room. It's private, so I don't have to worry about her safety. Hey, better location, plenty of free parking, and there are plenty of rooms for expansion and growth. Space for my wellness community practitioners. It's perfect. And the building owner is holding the unoccupied offices for me rent-free until they fill. Well, things took off from there so rapidly that I know it's God. It's divine. Vera then told me about another waterfall of unexpected blessings. The carpenter who custom-built the office and homeschool bookshelves for her old office disassembled them and then reconfigured them for her new space. For free. (laughs) How cool is that? Then an acquaintance offered Vera all the interior paint she needed for 25 bucks. And a group of the carpenter's friends painted her entire suite of offices in exchange for Vera's donation to a needy charity. 
Now, here's a part of Vera's story that allows us to see why she's so enthusiastic about and grateful that she responded to her calling to become a cranial sacral healer. A five-year-old boy named Lucas, not his real name, of course, came to my office this week for a treatment. He has a feeding tube because he won't eat. His speech and social skills are at a level below what they should be for his age. I think he has experienced some kind of deep trauma, perhaps abuse, and most likely some psychological damage. His grandmother brought Lucas to my office. After talking with her about some of his challenges, including his unwillingness to be touched by anyone, I just said flat out, I'm expecting a God-sized miracle. So that I could treat him, I asked Lucas if it would be okay for me to touch him. He immediately backed away from me and said, No! No! Time to go home! Time to go home! I told him I didn't need to touch him, and he seemed to calm down a little. I had brought a toy train and Lincoln logs for him to play with, so we both sat on the floor and played with the toys. But even as we played with the toys, Lucas always made sure he was close to the door. Finally, I just laid back on the floor, and guess what? He came right to me. He snuggled with me, let me touch him, which led to my being able to treat him. Gloria, it was probably the most significant treatment I've ever done. The treatment was so calming that Lucas was sleepy at the end. But when he stood up, he started dancing. Wow, it was incredible. In addition to the children I work with, I also like to treat the mothers or the care providers so that they can do some of this work outside the office with their own children. Well, guess what? Lucas's grandmother is coming for her first treatment on Monday. (laughs) I just love that story. Vera's miracles keep flowing from the deep wellspring of her saying yes to God's legacy for her. For Vera, wearing her soul on the outside is as natural as breathing, for she is simply robed in that garment. Gloria, you know what makes all of this so worthwhile is the difference I see in my own daughter. A little over a year ago, I overheard her playing with her Barbie dolls. In my daughter's imaginary conversation, Barbie said to one of her girlfriend dolls, I'm busy. I can't go out tonight. I've got to take a conference call. (laughs) Boy, that grabbed me by the heartstrings. These days, between every client, Vera and her daughter, my niece, are together. They're either engaged in their homeschooling adventures or they're just hanging out together. We always have lunch together. Sometimes we take a field trip as part of our lunch. We sing, we tell stories, and by helping my daughter with her language lessons, I'm learning what she's learning. Hey, I'm in seventh heaven, and my daughter, well, she couldn't be happier. Vera shared that just recently her daughter researched and wrote a report for her lesson on international world culture. And in her report, she described a wonderful creativity school in Italy. 
Italy, that's right. Their school motto is nothing without joy. And then her daughter said, hey, mom, that sounds like a great motto for our school, too. (laughs) Now, I began Vera's story with these lines from my poem, Song to Myself. It, It doesn't matter to me what you do or where you work. I want to know who you are when the sun goes down and if you are willing to put everything on the line to fulfill your soul's desire. You know, who we are when the sun goes down makes all the difference, doesn't it? It's who we are when no one is looking that really counts. Because you know what? If we can be true to ourselves and do what's right when we're alone, when nobody else is looking or keeping score or keeping track, we can be that very same person when we are in the company of others. Well, I certainly hope this story about Vera and her adventures has inspired you. I'm going to share my entire poem with you now so that you can hear how Vera's story fits in within the overall context of it. Now, you know that I coach and consult and speak and work with leaders all the time. And I also focus on leadership. I specifically focus on values-based leadership. My clients love it because very few other leadership coaches and consultants and speakers do that. And my clients often ask me to tell them more about my life, to share more of my own story with them. I do. And I also share this poem with them because my story lives and breathes inside of this poem. I simply tell them, if you really want to know more about me, just read or listen to this poem. Let me share it with you. Song to Myself It doesn't matter to me what you do or where you work. I want to know who you are when the sun goes down and if you are willing to put everything on the line to fulfill your soul's desire. It doesn't matter to me how much bread you can afford to put on your own table. I want to know if you will knead and wait and bake the bread and share your blessings at somebody else's table. I want to know if you can look into the eyes of the young woman who sleeps with fear each night, the one who dared to walk away from the hands that pummeled her. I want to know if you can share her pain. It doesn't matter to me what neighborhood you live in or what kind of car you drive. I want to know what drives you, what compels you to follow your soul's longing. I want to know what pierces your heart, awakens you at night, and inspires you to devote yourself to whomever or whatever moves you. I want to know how many times you've opened your heart and extended a hand to your homeless sister or brother. I want to know if you will sit in the quiet, dark hours between midnight and dawn, listening to another's heart song. 
It doesn't matter to me how many unspeakable secrets you have. I want to know if you will share your secrets to liberate your demons so they don't devour you or those you love. I want to know if you will risk looking foolish to embrace your bliss. I want to know if you will grasp the sleeve of a nameless elder stumbling on his way and lead him in from the cold. I want to know if you will throw away your cloak and show your heart, if you will dare to wear your soul on the outside. It doesn't matter to me how many mountains you've climbed or will climb. I want to know if you've fallen down in the valley of despair. I want to know if you've scarred your knees on the stones of self-abandonment. I want to know how long you've been hidden in the shadows of hypocrisy, prejudice, addiction, abuse. I want to know if you will stop to light a candle and pray with others who will surely wander there. It doesn't matter to me what you say you will do for others. I want to know if you will act with courage and conviction, if you will daily cradle the frail hand of your mother when she no longer knows your name. I want to know if you will look into the hazel, gray, or ebony eyes of a stranger and say yes, yes, to affirm your sister, your brother, yourself. I want to know if you will take the time to be still, call the names and pass the cup to honor the ancestors who cleared a path and broke new ground for you and your children. It doesn't matter to me that you have a past. I want to know if you will celebrate your present, if you will take a stand, declare yourself, sing, I am, boldly and with rejoicing, not only to the stars at night, but to anyone, anywhere, without apologies or regrets. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all take a stand and declare ourselves? Declare ourselves and sing, I am boldly and with rejoicing. Declare ourselves by lifting up and celebrating the awesome, incredible power of our own stories, our own true voice. Because you know what? That's how God made us. That's how God made us. He did not make us to cower or to hide out or to believe what the world would have us believe, that we're missing something, that we're insufficient, that we're not enough. We are children of the Most High. We are made to stand up and be counted. And when you can stand up and declare yourself, guess what? You can help somebody else do the same. 
because you are actually giving them permission. When you make that kind of difference in your own life, you can make that kind of difference in somebody else's life too. So that's how you do it. That's how it's done. Day by day, step by step, moment by moment, smile by smile, every single day, 365, 24-7. Now you can learn more about the ideas and the story that I just shared with you today. You can also find resources to equip and inspire you to make your life count by visiting the Gloria Burgess website. That's GloriaBurgess.com, the Gloria Burgess website. And as I've mentioned before, if you love to be inspired, you can actually subscribe to my inspirations right on my website. Just scroll down a little bit, look on the right sidebar until you see the place to add your email address to subscribe to my weekly inspirations. It's that simple. Each week, you'll get a lovely image, a lovely photograph, and a short quotation that inspires you. Now, if you missed any part of this week's podcast or last week's show, or any show for that matter, you can listen at your convenience. You can even listen on the go. Check us out at www.talknetworkradio.com forward slash hosts forward slash legacy living. Okay, that's www.talknetworkradio.com forward slash hosts forward slash legacy living. If you want to be the change you seek, be sure to listen to this podcast again and again, and be sure to tell somebody. You can find me on iTunes, Audible, Alexa, SoundCloud, iHeart, TuneIn, Spreaker.com, Talk Network Radio, and so many other places. You can also find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. And again, you can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash DR for Dr. DR Gloria Burgess, PhD forward slash. You can also hear and see me by visiting the TEDx website and listening to one of my TED Talks. Just type in my name, Gloria Burgess, and find me there. Now, before I close today, I want to thank each of you for tuning in to today's show, for allowing me to share a bit about my journey with what legacy living is all about. Not just living and learning, but living and learning and serving so that you make a difference in your own life and in the lives of others. It's all about being on purpose every single day, 365, 24-7. Legacy living is a powerful way to make your life count. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me for today's show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, and this is Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Please join me again next time right here on Talk Network Radio for another show of Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. We're here again next week, Talk Network Radio. Don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what Legacy Living is all about. Have a fantastic day, and remember, make the days in your life count. God bless. 
That's our show today. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess. I hope you'll join me again next time. Until then, don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what legacy living is all about. Here's to you. Have a fantastic day and be sure to make it a yes kind of day. Remember to celebrate the music of your life. Make the days in your life count. <laughs>